Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the People's Podcast, where we help equip the body of Christ for all generations. My name is DJ, and I'm here with Joshua Alejandro. What's up, everybody? And Cody Martinez. What's going on, yo? Cody, you're turning the you just turned the big two zero, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> I know. Super old. Super old. Back pains, everything. The whole shebang. What a big milestone for you. Wait till you hit 21, bro. 21 is a is gonna be a whole other thing. More back pains. More back pains. Back. Um, I'm 24. <laughs> I already have knee pains. Like, Why? I'm a, before before you know, bro, I'm gonna be walking around with the cane because how bad my knee hurts all, time to time. Oh, so jokes, jokes, jokes. Only jokes. Only jokes. We do get great hair though. You know, uh, you know why we get great here? Because of stress. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. Um, to be honest, I have no gray hair. So does that mean you have no wisdom? Wow! Wow! <laughs> Way to call me out on that. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully everyone is having an amazing week. Um, thank you for just tuning in. Um, tuning in with us, uh, listening to us for the past few weeks already. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for all the support that you've been giving us. You guys are amazing. Um, today, we wanted to uh, just jump right into today's topic. Um, we felt that since we're in the month of October, we thought, man, like we, we should really discuss about this stuff. I think it's super important. Uh, it's super important for us as the believer to understand and know why um, this is so significant in your data in the Christian belief. Uh, so today what we wanted to do is we wanted to talk about the blood of Jesus. So the first question we have is why is the blood so important for our Christian life? Honestly, I would say for one of the first things is you couldn't even be saved if the blood had not been shed. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if the, if the blood had not been shed, then there would be no forgiveness of your sins. Yeah. You know, there would be no way for you to be cleansed and, you know, all these other things that we're going to get into but there's so much power in the blood that I feel like, I, I guess it, it leaves us a little bit powerless if we don't know what we're doing or what we're talking about when we talk about the blood. Like we know that there's power in the blood, mm -hmm. but I don't think we've ever really done research to find out what's going on with it. So we understand what's really been given to us by it. Mm -hmm. right. And I think in, you know, growing up, I would always hear this hearing, uh, plead the blood. But um, growing up, I, I never really understood what plead mean or what is, you know, I know the blood was a sacrifice from God mm -hmm. or from Jesus when he was here on earth, you know, but as we, as I went and studied for this episode, you know, one of the things was is that the blood was blameless and it had no defect in it. Right. So it, it says in first Peter, but the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without, with, without blemish and de defect meaning the blood was clean. So the only way our sins are forgiven was because his blood was clean and his blood was without defect. And it was the his blood, you know? Right. And right. it goes on to say um, in Hebrews, you know, the blood wipes out the law. Mm -hmm. You know, as it says right here, it says for the life of, wait, no, that's wrong one. <laughs> in fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with the blood and without shedding of the blood, there is no forgiveness. Right. So without the precious blood of Jesus, there's no forgiveness for our sins. Right. So that means the blood would didn't, if the blood wasn't there, then we would be still be bound to the law. Right. And like, even, even in Old Testament, like this is how important the blood is. So in the Old Testament, um, you know, the blood represented life. Deuteronomy 12, 23 mm -hmm. says, only be sure that you do not eat the blood for the blood is the life. So, from even the Old Testament, like blood itself was life. Yeah. Every time blood was shed, it always depicted death. Mm. 
Um, that is that is found in uh, the sorry Leviticus 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. I have given it for you on the altar to make atonement for your sins. For it is the blood that makes atonement by the life. So, so like I said, every time that blood was shed, it was depicted for death. So Romans chapter 6, verse 23 says that sin leads to death. So the only way for us as humans that would be atoned for our sins mm -hmm. basically would be death. Mm -hmm. That was the punishment. That yeah. was the full wrath mm -hmm. of God that we would receive because of sin. Now, here's the thing. When Jesus came, when Jesus came, his blood was pure, like you said, pure, holy, right. In order for, in order for our sins to be forgiven, blood like um our sin like bloodshed needed to happen yeah before in the old testament the only way that you were to be atoned for your sins was through bulls and goats sacrifices of of animals mm -hmm. and you know but the problem was was that every time that blood like their blood was shed it would temporarily cover the sin that's why the high priest would have to go back every year to um to atone to have that 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 offering, that sin offering to atone for our sins. But Jesus came to fully pay for it in full, meaning that his blood that was shed on that cross was for the full atonement for our sins so we can be cleansed and made whole by, exactly. and we can be declared as the righteousness of God. So and I think that like leads to our next question. What are the effects of the blood? Like one of the things, I know that there's like many things going on, uh, with the blessings of the blood. But one of the things is redemption. In Hebrews 9, 12, it says, He entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and cows, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. And when we are redeemed, it just means that we're bought back. Right. So in the beginning, we're, you know, we obviously gave ourselves over to sin. We fell far away. But then once the blood came, we were able to be redeemed. So we were bought back to our original purpose and value in God. Right. Like Hebrews yeah. chapter 10, verse 19 says that, that by the blood of Christ, by the blood of Jesus, we were able to enter in the most holy of holies with boldness. Meaning that because we were bought back with that price, like remember this, all of heaven went bankrupt mm -hmm. just for us. The blood that was shed by the Lamb of God was the atonement for our sins, so we can be made right with God. And like that, because of that, like we're able to freely be with Him. We are able to draw mm -hmm. near to Him. We're like we wouldn't be considered the righteousness of God if that was the case. Like Hebrews, I'm sorry, Second um, Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one says, "God made Him who had no sin to be sin for us, mm -hmm. so that we might become the righteousness of God." He loved, like, the thing is, he loved us so much with such overwhelming love yeah. that he was willing to send his only son to pay a price, a hefty price. Mind you, even, uh, Isaiah chapter 52 says that he was marred beyond recognition. Yeah. Imagine being scourged, being being beaten to a pulp where nothing, like, you, you yourself became unrecognizable. Sin was unrecognizable. But the Bible also says... Um, the Bible also says in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter one, verse 18 says that though, I'm sorry, our sins were as red as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Like we are only cleansed and brought back by the blood, uh, brought back to him was through the blood. The blood is what cleanses. The blood is what marked us. The blood is what helped us grow, like, helped us to be in such communion with God, you know? Yeah. 
So good. And uh, another one would be, um, we are no longer strangers to God because we are brought to him by his blood. Right, like we're friends with him now. Mm-hmm. In Ephesians um, 2, 12 to 13, it says, remember that at a time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenant of the promise without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, who once were far away, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. And that's so important to me because with you, that means you could not have any fellowship with the Father, with Jesus or with God, without the payment of the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, because the blood draw drawed us near to Him. It drew us to Him to have a relationship with Him, to even acknowledge Him. Without that, we couldn't be even acknowledge Him. Mm-hmm. You know, because it also in the Word says that He draws near to us. He found us first. But besides that, um, we were no longer. We cannot even think about him without the payment of Jesus. Right, right. And, and I think another aspect of the blood is that it cleanses us. And not only does it cleanse us of our sins and our trespasses, but it goes as far as to cleanse our iniquity as well. Mm. Like everything, like an iniquity is really just a flaw in your character. You know, so really, like it looks like. I'm a rich man giving all this money to poor people. But what's really happening is a flaw in my character is that I really just want the publicity that I'm getting for it. Right. Just so you understand iniquity. So it understands like the heart motives behind everything. So all the things that were driven into you before the blood, before God, before you came to Christ, everything, all your, all your habits, all your sinful habits, all the things, uh, you know, all your depressive habits your Mm -hmm. anger habits just everything all those paths in your mind that you just couldn't get away from is completely cleansed so not just your sins wiped out not just the hand uh the law written against you not only was that requirement wiped out but as well like everything that was pushed into you and beaten into you by the world right like that means we are justified and i think when it comes down to that like a lot of us don't really don't really see it when it comes down to justification like whenever we fall into sin we always feel like god we wronged you Mm -hmm. we feel dirty we feel like there's no purpose there's no reason for us to run back to you then guilt shame and condemnation like comes in comes in into our life or like god like no matter it's like no matter what i do i feel like i can never really reach you yeah but this is the thing you are not justified by your works mm-hmm. justification was already paid with the price of his blood yeah Justi- so good justification uh in romans chapter 5 verse 9 says since therefore we have now been justified by his blood much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of god mind you we we deserve every part of the wrath of god we deserve the the full blunt force of his wrath because we ourselves wronged him we rebelled him we rebelled against him but because of the just because of the shed of his blood because of what jesus did for us for taking up the the whips for shedding the blood for us that justified us with him meaning that you don't have to work to be justified mind you Basically, that's how the law was back back then. Like you, you, like you had to be, 
like you had to do certain practices in order for you to be justified before God. But the thing was, it was completely impossible for us to even fulfill all 600 and I think 13 laws. Mm -hmm. It was impossible. But the one who knew no sin became sin, who became so we can become the righteousness of God. So we can now be justified and be in full relationship with them because now all we have to do is run back to him. Right. And like there's always like a word play that is going on with the word of justification. It mm-hmm. can be said it's the blood makes me justified. It makes me justice just as if I never sinned. Mm-hmm. It means to be reckoned righteous. And so I just want to move on to like the next one, which is sanctification, which it means to make holy. And I, and actually I think the word sanct is connected to the word uh, saint. Mm-hmm. So when the Bible says like to the saints in Ephesus, like, so when the blood sanctifies you, it makes you holy. God takes your righteousness, which he calls filthy rags, all the works that you could do here on the earth. And he puts on you the righteousness of Jesus. That the Bible says that he became sin who knew no sin, that we might become his righteousness. So everything yeah. that we are doing, God put it off when we accepted him in the blood. He said, okay, that's yours. You know what? Put that over there. I'm going to put what was on my son on you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the thing with the blood is like, because of the bloodshed of his son, the Bible says that our sin was, was our sin was thrown into the sea of forgetfulness. Meaning that because of what he did, he won't remember. He's not going to hold it against you because then like, what kind of love is this? Like he, he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for us. So, so we could be justified and made right with him. So we can be redeemed. So we can be forgiven. Like we, we like every time, like, let's say for this, like every time you do fall into sin, you always feel like there's no, there's no way I can be justified. There's no way like God wants to accept me back. Right. But the thing is, because of what he's already done, it's because of, of the blood that was shed for us. Like we're, we're, we, that like, that's what makes us clean. That's what redeems us. That's what justifies us. That's what keeps us close with him. Like no matter how far you've run, no matter how far you've gone, it's the blood that will always draw you back. Yeah. Because it was his, like, if you think about it, it was his love that was shed for us. Though, yes, the Bible says it was the blood of the lamb that was shed for us. But think about it. It was his love that was shed for us because we could not have been justified, made right, been redeemed, cleansed, and been forgiven and accepted by his by him if it wasn't for the shed of his love right and and the blood also gives us life you know if like of course like we're alive here in the flesh but we are dead on the inside we had this huge problem where we were dead on the inside and couldn't make ourselves right and the blood of bulls and goats wasn't helping the blood Mm -hmm. of jesus had to come in and take care of that like like y'all mentioned earlier the blood is is the life yeah of the body and since we came into Christ, now his blood runs through our veins. Mm-hmm. Now we are the ones that carry that blood. Now we're the ones that embody redemption and justification and holiness. Exactly. Like, because of that, it's like we can become, like, now we can walk like him. Now we can talk like him. Now we can live like him. We don't have to worry about taking up the things of this world because that's not us anymore because now yeah. his blood runs through our his blood runs through our veins but now it, it, this begs the question this raises the question so if the blood was shed for me how can i truly apply that to my life how can i truly 
live this holy and cleansed life if like if i don't feel cleansed if the, if the blood was already shed how do i apply that to my life how do i really live that out in my own life well i know in revelation 12 11 it's like we we commonly know it it's that they overcame it by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony well that's the thing is we have to testify of what the blood has done for us. Right. So we mm-hmm. have to yeah. do our due diligence. And I kind of call this like the three conditions mm-hmm. of um, applying the blood to your life, which is you have to do your due diligence, apply it, and then obey the commands of God. So if you need to do your due diligence, if you don't understand what the blood does for you, then how can you testify right. what the blood has done for you? Uh, I was listening to a preacher and he said, uh, in the Old Testament, when the angel of death passed by, they needed to get hyssop and put it on the doorpost so that the angel of death wouldn't touch their household. Mm. And he said, well, the blood does you no good if it stays in the basin, if it stays in its vase. Mm-hmm. You need to apply it. Yeah. Right. So it does you no good to to even know about it. If you go and do your due diligence and find out everything about it, it still does you no good if you don't apply it to your life by testifying of what the blood does for you. By testifying, you, it's simply just... You say what God says about it. Yeah, you right. confess it with your mouth. And like as you said that there was, um, I was when I was kind of uh, going, working on my notes, um, I was just thinking about this, and then I felt like God was just teaching me about this, about like, about faith and and prayer, like, uh, basically about works and and works and faith. And He taught me this: the application of the works alone is not enough to live a holy life. It is by believing of what I said that doing these works while believing in what I said will help you live a righteous life. For faith without works is dead. For works without faith is dead. Without faith, doing the works alone will bring me no glory, merely self-gratification. But doing the works I have spoken and believing that as you are doing these works, the words that I have spoken will come to pass. It's like, like if you truly believe and what Jesus did. And I think that it's it's always it's so hard to do that because I know like yeah, you feel dirty. Yeah, you feel like there's no way you can be cleansed, there's no way you can be brought back. You know, that's just sin. But it's like but he but he was just telling me this like if you believe if you if you truly believe every word that I have said and you apply that. If you believe that the sh- that the blood that was shed for us was made was for us to be made right then apply that saying okay lord i believe in what your son has done for me lord i accept the full the full righteousness the full cleansing of what you have done for me because it's it's like when you like how you were saying like there like if you don't apply the blood if you don't apply what has already been given to you then it's going to be difficult for you to even live it out in the first place like the angel of death would not have would not have passed over their houses if they did not apply the blood to their door to their door posts. And but the thing was is like they did more than obey. They believed that okay, Lord, you said that if I place the blood on my doorpost, that the angel would death would pass over me. Mind you, that is so symbolic to what the son of what the son of God did for us. Mm-hmm. It's like while the angel of death, meaning sin itself, was was going over us, we were marked with the blood of the lamb. The way you apply it is you you believe in faith. You believe in faith that the power of the blood that that the, that the, that what the blood has done for us does more than just um, you know brings us back to the Father, but it 
clean it cleanses us and makes us new again yeah. and that the power of death will not have no sting mm-hmm. and um you know i would say you know the applying into our life is that the blood is a weapon you know you know we got to look at it as in it's on our side you know the blood was the price paid for us to overcome sin to overcome this world and we are now justified as we said we are now made whole we are now made holy we are now made we are now purified by the blood so use the blood bring remembrance of what the blood did for you and and it's more of in a sense of standing up and and knowing who you are right knowing that you were called to him knowing you were um his chosen children his chosen people because of his blood and when we bring bring remembrance and knowing that the blood is a weapon used you know i used like how you mentioned it was the blood was on the doorpost you know uh and the the death the the angel of death the angel of death uh, went over them but it was a weapon protecting them it was the shield i would see it as a shield you know protecting them from the death angel you know Mm -hmm. so thinking that it's a weapon but it's also a shield of protection you know and and I think Josh mentioned this, or one of y'all mentioned this earlier that it makes us holy. Mm. And when we, when we, I th- think it would be very important is reading the scripture and searching even the what the blood means in the word. You know, I know we mentioned a bunch of scriptures throughout this this episode. You know, but reading those scriptures and applying it, how we mentioned in Christian Essentials, how you read the word and you you break it down. And when you break it down and apply it to your life, that's how you apply apply the blood. You apply the blood by reading scripture and going over it and and knowing that you are holy, knowing that you are protected by his blood. And and understand this, like if you're still like struggling with things and you're seeing, like you're saying like, well, I don't really see the effects of the blood of Jesus in my life. It still needs to be applied. I I remember I was listening to Reinhard Bonnke not too long ago. Mm -hmm. And he, I think it was either him or he was talking about somebody else that got into a debate with an atheist that said, well, there's more than likely more of the blood of Jesus in the world today than there was over 2,000 years ago. Wow. How come the world is still messed up? How come it's still uh, even more messed up than it was back then? And then this man got a revelation and he went on to say, and there's more soap in the world today than there ever has been. There's better products. There's things that clean deeper. Wow. There's things that do all these things like in, in like, you know, that industry, and yet the world is still dirty or dirtier than it was all that time ago because it still needs to be applied. Right. It still needs to be applied for it to work. So, of course, we need to apply it. And now I want to say also that it goes without saying you need to obey the commands of God. When the angel of death passed over uh, the Israelites' households because of the blood, it it goes without saying that they needed to stay inside the house for the blood to still work. Right. If you are disobeying the commands of god then you are outside of the protection of the blood right if i say this is the place that you have shelter and you won't get touched by the rain then if you step out of that that's on you Mm -hmm. and all that rain falls on you that's you now yeah like i can't protect you when you're over there right and and i I would want to say this and i will probably just leave it off with with um with this when it comes down to to truly accepting the price, truly accepting the blood that it was already shed for you, no matter how bad you feel, no matter how guilty you feel, no matter how far you feel, run back. Mm-hmm. Mind you, you don't have to worry about, you know, you don't have to worry about making any sacrifices. Like, mind you, like, yeah. that's why Jesus came. 
because he was the atonement for all sins. He was the final sacrifice, the final bloodshed for our sins. Like imagine if Jesus never came, we would always have to be sacrificing bulls and goats just for us to be, just to be cleansed for a year and then have a high priest go in to the most holy of holies and and sprinkle the blood across, uh, amongst the altar just for us so we can be forgiven. Yeah. Mind you, you don't have to do that anymore. Don't think that you have to work for for love. You don't have to work for salvation. Mind you, that's why God sent his son. That's mm-hmm. why he decided, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice my son. I'm going to send my son so you can be made right with me. Mind you, even like if Jesus himself was God, God himself, literally God paid the price for us. Yeah. God himself was the one who was, God was the one who took on the whips. You know, like he, like imagine how much blood he lost from, from the garden of Gethsemane to the moment he died. It's like he, Jesus knew that there was so much pressure on him. He knew that there was so much that needed to be done. He knew the weight of the world was upon his shoulders. Yeah. But imagine if he decided, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Imagine, like he had that ability to just get off the cross and say, God, forget this. Like they don't, they don't approve of me. They don't, they don't accept the price that I'm about to pay. They don't accept the bloodshed that I'm about to, that I'm about to display upon before everyone. But mind you, he didn't do that. All he did was, Lord, I, I will do this if this is what you want me to do. He did it because he loved. He exactly. did it because he knew that while we were still yet sinners, the Bible says, while we will still, while we were still yet sinners, God sent his son to die on a cross for us. The price for justification, salvation, love, healing, restoration, all of that was done by the blood of his son. And so if you, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, if you truly feel like you are far from God, you're not. You are nowhere far from God. You just run back to him with everything that you are. You truly accept saying, Lord, I have sinned. It's when you repent and you come back to him and then you truly apply the blood, how Josh was saying, you apply that blood. Lord, your blood was the one that was shed for me. And because of that, I've been made clean. As the Bible says that my sins was like scarlet, but Lord, you will make it like wool. Lord, that as as my sins were like crimson, Lord, you 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 will cleanse me as white as snow. Like you, you are now the righteousness of God because of the blood. So we, what we want to do is we want to pray for you. We want to pray for you that wherever you are, wherever you are going, wherever wherever you're at in your life with God, you are never far from Him. Run back to him with every fiber of your being father we just thank you for at this moment lord for their lives lord we ask that you touch them lord and remind them of your of the price you paid lord but remind them that they are not far from you lord that they are just as close as we are close to you lord as close as a best friend to someone lord but that you are as close as them to them lord and i ask that you just bring remembrance of your blood bring remembrance show them lord that you love them and you want more of them lord but i ask that you just keep them close to you lord and that they are that their sins are wiped away lord when they repent and come to you father we just thank you for their lives lord and we ask that you bless them lord and keep them safe father in the mighty and precious name of jesus we pray amen, amen. and amen guys we love you we're praying for you we're praying for every single one of you guys that are that are listening 
Um, if you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on our Facebook page, The People's Podcast, or follow our Instagram page, the dot people's underscore underscore podcast. We love every single one of you, and we will see you all next week. God bless.